0: Chaf betshvat tavshinayin vav coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. and welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
1: פחות עצור ממשהו ככה ואנחנו שם הולכים עם שמש בכיסי ומלגבות הכוכבים והזמן נובר בלי פחד ואני הולך לגוש אותה בגן העדן תתארו לכם קצת רוש כי הוא כל כך כל כך נדירת עם הגניבה בתוך החושר ושנינו בסניחה I'm not a devotee, me devotee, I'm a 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 devotee, i am a devotee i am a devotee i am a devotee i am a devotee i let היא אמרה אני עוד זוכר אותך כמו בשערה תתארו לכם עוד ינופל לתוך זרוע the people who are living in the world are the world. They are living in the מה שחסר לנו שום מתמלא, מה שריה פתאום ישו. ואני מביט לתוך עמר, ונגנב בכוח פנים, תתארו לכם אותנו, את כולנו מקשימים, את כל החלומות. תתארו לכם באמצע יום יפה, רק שמיים עליכם, (laughs) I'm a not have a car, can't The arrow of the a
0: Lomo with the classic. Lachem opens things up here on the Israel Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live, as we are each and every Monday, immediately following J.M. in the A.M., 9 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Israel time. And we thank you uh, for joining us, whether you are joining us live or you might be, like so many do, listening on demand. Audio on demand. It's like video on demand, but without the video. You can tune us in whenever you want. You can go back to the archives. It's all there. Every show, com on their website, on the archives. Or on the app, on the Nachum Siegel Network app, which is free, which gives you so much. You should download it. If you don't have the Nachum Siegel Network app, really, I mean, where have you been? You should download that and listen there. And you can podcast you can go on to uh, iTunes and subscribe for a podcast of The Israel Show, and you'll get it automatically, like uh, within the day, usually. So, so many ways to join and uh, listen, and we're happy that you do. Our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Have a great show uh, coming up. We're going to tell you some heartwarming stories from Israel um, about some high school kids who did an amazing thing. Um, in a yeshiva high school in Petach Tikva, and it made made the news in Israel, and it was such a kiddush Hashem. But just uh, on top of everything, a very heartwarming story. We'll talk a little bit about um, how the United States is now joining Europe in uh, in in uh, the getting closer to the BDS movement. Let's just put it that way. And um coming up after the next song, we'll tell you about the documents that were released last week for the first time by the State of Israel, having to do with the Eichmann trial, specifically with the um, request for clemency um, by Eichmann and his family. So uh, the, uh, some fascinating things there, and we'll share that with you right after Uri uh, Davidi with something that uh, I don't think we've ever played here, although it's not new. It's called Yismachatani. Stay tuned. My name is Mayor Weingart and You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. i Davidi. Oh, that's great. I love it. It's called Yismach Hatani, and I learned something new, as we do all the time. We keep learning. Yismach Hatani B'kehal Emunai Yisa Et Hashem, but obviously if you say Shem Hashem it rhymes. And this is a short piyut uh, that goes on a little bit more. Um, a short piyut. That is said by um, many in the Eidot HaMizrach, our brothers and sisters in um, the Sephardic communities. Especially at uh, what we call the Ufruf, or what they call the Shabbat Chatan, and uh, at the wedding itself. Asking God to um, make the uh, Chatan rejoice, help the Chatan rejoice together with all the people of Israel and um, so forth um, really nice stuff never heard it before I wasn't familiar with that particular piyut my name is Mayor Weingarten you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network I'm going to tell you a little bit about um, documents that were released for the first time last week by the State of Israel Archives they, released, they were released last week because it was the International Holocaust Day and these were documents uh, relating to the Eichmann Trial And um, in the hopes that some of our listeners are not familiar with it, meaning meaning that we have some younger listeners as well, I'll just quickly review the story itself. Adolf Eichmann was a high-ranking Nazi official, one of the highest-ranking Nazi officials. He was in charge of the final solution of killing all the Jews toward the end of the war, especially the Hungarian Jews and some of the Russian Jews. After the war, he managed to escape. Unlike so many of the Nazis who were caught and uh, put on trial at the Nuremberg trials, he managed to escape, even though he was, uh, by the way, he was caught by the Americans. Um, With the help, after his escape from the Americans, with the help of the Catholic Church, he managed to hide for a while... And then made his way in nineteen uh, i believe forty six or forty seven to Argentina, and the country of Argentina had a group, a nucleus of uh, high ranking nazis who um who found there in Argentina a place that they can reside peacefully and quietly and won't be bothered, even though the Argentinian government was well aware of the fact that these were Nazis, but it must have been financially very Um, good for the Argentinian government, so what the heck, right? Who cares? The state of Israel and many others wanted to capture as many of the high-ranking Nazis that had escaped as possible. Very long story. Books have been written about it. Movies have been made. But on May 11, 1960, the Mossad kidnapped, if you will, captured, if you will, apprehended, arrested Adolf Eichmann right near a little home that he had in a suburb of uh, Buenos Aires in Argentina. They had to then get him out of Argentina, and that itself was an interesting uh, story. And he arrived in Israel on May the 22nd, at which point, uh, once he was in Israel, Ben Gurion announced to the Knesset that Adolf Eichmann has been brought to the state of Israel to stand trial. The trial, very public began on April 11th, 1961. I'll just interject here that there is extensive video. The entire trial was obviously um, shown on Israeli television and videoed. Well, there wasn't Israeli television at that time. I shouldn't say that. It, w- it, was, um, it was recorded and the videos, some of them just horrific but important for kids and adults to see are available on YouTube on a special YouTube channel devoted to the Eichmann trial by the State of Israel. I will, God willing, post the um, link to the YouTube um, channel devoted to this. I believe there's one in Hebrew and one with English subtitles. So that um, you know, when when we have Yom HaShoah or on B'av. It's important for parents to share this with their children uh older children, and to educate ourselves, remind ourselves anyway i divert i digress as often i do the um the verdict was announced on december twelfth nineteen sixty one The verdict was that Adolf Eichmann should be hanged. It was the only death sentence ever in the history of the state of Israel. There were appeals. March the 22nd, now we're into 62 already. 1962, March 22nd, 29th, there were appeals brought to the high court, and on March the 29th, the high court rejects all the appeals. And here is where our story now, we're going to pick up the story at a little bit greater length. So, once the appeals were rejected, Eichmann actually wrote in his handwriting a plea for clemency to the president of the state of Israel who by law in Israel has the ability to pardon anyone and had he agreed Eishman would not have been killed. Obviously he wouldn't have been released but at least he wouldn't have been killed in his mind. And last week the state of Israel uh, uh, re- revealed, released several things. One of them is the handwritten document that Eichmann wrote in German requesting clemency from the President of the State of Israel. Um, What I found interesting is some of the things that he writes in this letter. Requesting clemency. He writes, The judges made a critical mistake when assessing my personality. This is Eichmann. Because they cannot place themselves in the time and situation I was in during the war years. It is untrue that I was such an important personage that I could oversee or would independently oversee the persecution of the Jews. A line must be drawn between the leaders who are responsible and people like me who were forced to be tools by the leadership. I was not in charge of things. And therefore, I don't feel that I am guilty. And I ask of you, Honorable President, to use your right of pardon in order that this death sentence not be carried out. There's another part. It says, it's not true that I've never been moved by human emotion. It was just the opposite. When I saw the tragedy, the ha- horrifying events that have never no, nobody's ever heard anything like these events that I witnessed and saw. I asked immediately to be transferred to a different job. And when I was interrogated by the police, meaning after he was captured and brought to Israel, I openly told them all about the horrors, that many of which they didn't know about, in order to show that the truth is... That this happened, but I had not i I was not responsible, so I declare again, says Eichmann, as I did in court, I hate I despise these terrible crimes that were perpetrated on the Jews, and I believe that it is just that those who were responsible for these tragic events should be brought to trial now and in the future. So here is one of the master master um one of the people who carried out the Holocaust, a high ranking German officer who really could make the decision about whether someone lives or not. And we know that he did make deals with Jews and he did and he did let ...a trainload of Jews out of Hungary... ...in return for certain things that he got... ...he was willing to deal... ...meaning he had the power... ...and he had the ability... ...to free Jews... ...to not kill Jews... ...to not deal with them with the same harshness... ...with with the same satanic... uh, ...methods that uh, the Nazis did... ...and yet he did... ...so for him to claim at this point... ...a few days before his execution... ...as he did during his trial to be fair... Um, that you know, all I did was follow waters. That famous, that famous saying. All I did was follow waters. Is is just, uh, it's it's fascinating to me, mystifying, in so many ways. Well, the president of Israel, um, actually didn't know what to do. Believe it or not, there were prominent leftist Jews in Israel. Who spoke up on behalf of Eichmann that he should not be killed? Of course, he should be imprisoned, but to, uh, they were—they signed a letter that he should be given clemency. Hugo Bergman, Martin Buber, Ernst Simon spoke up on his behalf. Not shocking, if you know that people like Ernst Simon and Martin Buber were the heads of the leftist um, ideology in Israel they were opposed to a Jewish state they started in the 1920s a movement, an anti-Zionist if you will, movement called Brit Shalom in which they wanted to have a binational state where Jews and Arabs would live together I I feel sad because these aren't Obviously, smart people, good people, but so misinformed, misguided in the ways of the world. you know you could be a good philosopher, a good mathematician, a good scientist, teaching the university, and yet be totally naive about how the world works and how the Arabs feel, and so forth, so these people chew to their to their history, tried to defend or fight, I should say, against the killing of uh, Eichmann. Well, what happens? The government of Israel meets and decides to recommend to the president not to accept the request to clemency. And in fact, the president of Israel does not grant clemency. Well, there is yet another request for clemency and by the way request for clemency came from all over the world I believe even the Pope requested clemency which was rather ironic because it was the Catholic Church that helped Eichmann escape and get to Argentina in the first place Vera Eichmann his wife he was living with her they got her out also he was living with her in Argentina sent a cable to the President of Israel after he had already decided to um, not grant the clemency, that that Aishman should die, get be killed, have the death penalty, and she wrote him a short um, note, a, a, a telegram, saying that on beha- that he too should understand that she is a wife and a mother, and on behalf of her and her children, she asks yet again that he show compassion. And Yitzhak Ben Zvi, the president of Israel at the time, handwrites a note, which he then attaches to this cable, this telegram. And that this is really the part that got me. You know, all of the history of the Eichmann trial, we've we've been through it a lot, but this is the part that got me. The handwritten note by Yitzhak Ben Zvi, which was attached to the cable, which was clearly his answer to the cable, is basically a quote from Tanakh. it's from shmuel aleph perik tet vav pasuk lamed gimel deals with the this is the aftermath of the war with amalek that shaul HaMelech. had carried on based on the mitzvah god through, through shmuel told shaul to eradicate Amalek, eradicate all the evil of Amalek and unfortunately Shmuel, uh, Shaul the king made a mistake listened to the cries of the Hamon of the people and he allowed the head of Amalek, Agag, to live and uh, of course Shmuel then confronts him this is the end of his kingship he continues to be king, but Shmuel tells him at that point that God rejects him because he didn't listen to God. And then Shmuel goes and kills Agag. And he says, Vayomer Shmuel, to the head of Amalek, just before he's about to kill him, Kasher shiklan nashim harbecha, kentishkal tishkal minashim imecha. As your sword has bereaved women, so shall your mother be bereaved among women, and Samuel and Shmuel cut Agag down, meaning he, he slaughtered him basically before the Lord at Gilgal. And I think the, the the references here are so strong. One is we're dealing with Amalek. I mean, the Nazis were the, the the greatest haters of the Jewish people that we can imagine, in you know, in the longest time, if ever, if if not in the entire history. But also here. She was asking as a mother and as a wife and so forth, and so he's quoting here this pasuk that said, you didn't care about the mothers that you killed, and so the same way you created widows by killing husbands, so too your mother or your wife will become a widow and your mother will not see you. So he's answering in kind, quoting this pasuk. I found that very moving. Those documents were released last week, and um, you can find them online. We'll try and post some of them. Surely this last one that we spoke about with the handwritten note, quoting the pasuk, that we will post on our Facebook page later today, facebook.com slash theisraelshow. Here's something new from an artist, Deror Lutzati, and... uh, I guess appropriate words for the topic that we're on. It's called kol echad. And uh, very simple words. Um, kol echad, kol rotze et ima. Everybody always wants ima. The mother. Ima lo tamid pnuya. But ima is not always available. Kol echad kol rotze et abba. Everybody always wants Abba, the father's attention. Ava Lotamid. Abba, Lotamid, Nimza. But um, the father is not always around. So, obviously, a lot there in that song. And we're going to play it, debut it here, Dr. Lutzati, Kol Echad, off of the album by the same name. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. it My name is Mayor Wangar, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thanks for joining us. The Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh BeNefesh. I can't tell you enough about Nefesh BeNefesh, but I'm going to try my best in the next minute. Nefesh BeNefesh provides Olim. Well, first of all, they're devoted. You know this by now. They're devoted totally to bringing Jews from North America to the state of Israel. I mean, can there be something more amazing than that? They help in so many different ways. They've they've made the Aliyah process a a easy... Well, I shouldn't say the Aliyah is easy, but the process has become so much easier, smoother, more user-friendly, as we say today. They help in so many different ways, including financially, based on the needs of every particular family, which is an amazing thing also. A lot of people just feel that they can't financially make it in Israel, and Nefesh B'Nefesh comes and helps out. They've also, you know, from a sociological perspective, they've made Aliyah like an important thing. They've made it a cornerstone. So when a, a flight that they've chartered, filled with olim families, arrives to Israel. They don't get shuttled around to different bureaucratic government offices. No, they get welcomed by hundreds and hundreds of people. They get welcomed by a band and music and and chauffeur blowing and, and dignitaries. That's so brilliant. That is so brilliant. They've made Aliyah an in thing for Jews in America. For detailed information, go visit their website. Even if you have even if you think you don't want to go to Israel on Aliyah. Just check it out. Triple W dot NBN Nefesh Benefesh NBN dot Nefesh NBN dot dot I L. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. And um, here's a new song. I think we debuted it on J M the AM on be It's called a hayim Shalanu Tutim. Our lives are like strawberries now tutim is in the sense is everything is great, it's delicious it's fantastic it's It's a metaphor for that and um the whole concept is it doesn't matter how difficult things seem, but at the end of the day, we have a great life in Israel and and we are living through one of the most amazing generations. so with all the different things with all the craziness. We have no right to complain. Hachaim Shalanu Tutim. Hanan Ben Ari, we've uh, featured him before. He has some great stuff. Real up and coming artist in Israel. Watch out for that name. Hanan Ben Ari brings us Hachaim Shalanu Tutim. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Segal Network.
2: Be La Leit Lonen, a gold the Bauha Jemki, a rain shellano, Tutin, a rain shellano, Tutin, a the it's <laughs> the situation in the night It's difficult to sing like Zohar To sing the morning To introduce a song The in the in the A no, I'm not going to Kashel is tough to handle. Kashel is good at Chodesh. Kashel Arak, we're Jewish. I a zealot. We don't and to the basis say I'll step an email. I'll call i the i i do i i
0: Chanan ben Ariach, Chaim Shelanu Tuteim. I love it. At the end of the song, you might have heard the reference to the famous Toda. alkal will Barata. Very cool. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Well, the Obama administration continues in its fight with the government of Israel, the independently, I should say democratically elected government of Israel, but they don't like the Obama administration. That is, they don't like the government that the Israelis elected because it doesn't fit with their um, policies. And so they're going to do everything possible to... um, to try and hurt this government, I wouldn't say they would do everything possible to hurt Israel, but yes, to hurt this government, to hurt Netanyahu, to hurt the um, the broad Hitiyashvut, the settlement um, community in Israel. Last, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, on the same day that a murder. I believe it was the murder of Daphna Meir took place, or her burial, the day after. The United States ambassador to Israel, Mr. Shapiro, said that the American government is very concerned about the fact that justice in the quote-unquote West Bank is not meted out equally to Jews and to Arabs. Like could you have imagined the more insensitive thing to say on that day? And, and why do we even need to say that? I don't know. That was Dan Shapiro's statement. Then, then the State Department, I believe it was, that issued a reminder to all importers from Israel. They said, you know, remember back in January of 2016, I'm sorry, remember back to, let's see, when was it? Remember back to, hmm, I don't have the date, but going back in time, the um, the U.S. government said that uh, products that are made in the West Bank or the Gaza Strip, which at that point they still considered it occupied. I don't. Know, I can't imagine they still consider it occupied now. And the Golan Heights cannot be marked, made in Israel. It's unacceptable to mark the aforementioned goods with the words "Israel." That's that's what um, that's what they wrote. But even though this was an older uh, um, directive, nobody in the government in the United States ever. Stuck to it ever enforced it. Now they're instructing the U.S. Customs and Border Protection that they have to enforce these um, terms. They, it was in '95 and '97 is when the when when they initially released these instructions. So now products made, let's say in in, in the Jewish quarter of the old city. Or in Gilo. Or in Ramadashkol. Or in Haratzofim. Well, maybe not Haratzofim. Yeah, probably also, yes. Or in Maladumim. Or in Beitel, Or Psagot. Or Hebron. Or, or Gush Etzion. Or Frat. If you bring them into the United States, they cannot say, made in Israel. No, it has to say, made in the West Bank. Or made in the occupied territories. And who started this whole phenomenon? The European countries and the left. The radical left. The BDS movement as a way to tarnish Israel. As a way to hurt Israel in the pocket. Hit the Jews in the pocket. And now, the Obama administration decides that they're going to take out of the closet an old directive going back years and years and say, oh, you know what? We're going to start enforcing this. Well, this is happening, quite frankly, this is happening on our turf. And it it is our responsibility, I believe, to protest. And we should. You could go onto the White House website. You could call the White House. Go online. There's so many ways to do it and show that you're angry That you're upset, that this is unfair, that while Jews are being killed day in and day out by Arabs, punishing Israel in this way is unthinkable. It's unjust, and it's unfitting for the United States. And we as citizens of the United States, we need to protest. We often say, what can we do, what can we do? Here's what we can do. Here's something. This is our government sort of joining the BDS movement in this tagging, labeling of Israeli products. We all know we we've been through this with the soda stream and others. These places in in Maladumim, in Psagot, we interviewed the head of the Psagot winery, Mr. Berg. They tell us that they're employing hundreds, if not thousands, of Palestinians from the Yudan Shamron area who are making a living wage in these Jewish Factories, wineries. They don't want these places closed, but the United States government wants to give lend a hand to those who want to label it not made in Israel but from the occupied territories and in so doing create what would seem like a pejorative indicator on the product. We, we do. We need to protest, and I recommend that we all do. Let's call the White House. Let's write to the White House, write to the State Department, and say this is just a misguided, wrong-headed thing for the American government to do. Brand new album out by uh, Shui Golan, and it's an album of covers of songs of Esther O'Farim. Really nice stuff and we're going to debut it here. This one is called Hitragut. It's actually a beautiful lullaby, and for many years, this is one of my personal favorites. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> That is really gorgeous. Although I, I have to admit that I like the original more or better, maybe because I'm used to it, but that's a really gorgeous cover of that song. It's called The, the song is called Hitrag Ut, sometimes also known as Im Yesh Esham Rachok, Beautiful Lullaby. All right, something, uh, really a song that I've loved for many, many years. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to this Yoshon, the Nahum Segal Network. Thank you all for. Uh, Keeping abreast with everything on the uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show, we are very thankful and very happy that we have uh, 352 likers. And the more we get, the better it is for the show and for the publicity and for the exposure that we get on Facebook. So I encourage you all to, um, if you haven't done so, like the page, to like articles on the page. If you've liked the page already, then like the articles on the page that we post, the posts. And uh, most importantly, tell your friends. If you think there's anybody that would be interested in listening to the Israel Show, tell them about it. And um, you'll be doing them good, yourself good, and us good. Here is a beautiful story that um, I saw on Israeli television on the morning show, Halom Haboker, last week, featuring two. They had two kids. Beautiful, <laughs> really good-looking kids. What can I tell you? In high school, um, this was from the Amit Kfar Ganim High School in Petach Tikvat, a yeshiva high school, and two tenth graders, Ofer Gutman and Daniel Wolf, came were brought into the studio to tell about something that they did, an initiative that they took. See, they were having a having a um, some some activity, student activity that they raised money for. And they had some money left over, and they thought, what should we do with this money? And then, they came up with the idea that the the janitor, the person who cleans the school once they leave, works very, very hard, and is always very nice. He's always smiling, he's always greeting, he's just a nice guy. And they felt that, why should we not do something nice for him? So they took the extra money that they had, And they bought a voucher, dinner for two, at a nice restaurant. And they went over to him and they said, we would like you and your wife to go out to have dinner one night. And on that day, we, the students, will clean the school instead of you. You have a day off. Now that in and of itself is amazing. And the uh, hosts of the show, Avri Gilad and Hilak like they were speechless when they heard about this. <laughs> they said, like, where did these kids come from? The, the beauty of it is that they got 15 other kids to join them. And they cleaned the school that day. And the janitor and his wife got to go out and have an evening together. It's back-breaking work. He doesn't really get much time off. The janitor hugged them and kissed them and thanked them. He, he just couldn't be thankful enough. But here's the beauty of it. This, this story is heartwarming and beautiful in and of itself, the way it is. But there's more to it that I think it, it adds so much to this story. The result was that the students, on the whole, the student body understood, suddenly, what a difficult job it was to clean after them. For the janitor to clean up their school at the end of every day. And how they've been, in many cases, careless about littering, about messing things up. And so their behavior, in addition to the beauty of the positive initiative that they took, the chesed, caring about another, it it then came into their lives on a regular basis. They were m- so much more conscientious, they wouldn't throw things on the floor or mess things up. They cared. Not only that, they said that everyone in the school now, at the end of the school day, lifts the chairs on top of the tables. Because it's nothing for each person to lift a chair on top of the table. But if the janitor is going to mop which he does every day, he has to lift all the chairs over the tables, on to the top of the tables to clear the floor. It's so amazing. It was very heartwarming, I must say. And uh, I'm happy to share it with you because we got to share good stuff every once in a while. And uh, we try to do so here on the Israel Show as well. This is uh, something brand new. Uh, this song coming up. I, I heard it. I liked it. Even though it has an English name, in Hebrew letters, Baby. It's by Uri Moore and Tamar Eisenman. It's a nice song. It even has some English lyrics in it, like a sentence of English in it. But, you know what? Sometimes a good song is just a good song. Here it is, Baby. Uri Moore, Tamar Eisenman. My name is Mayor Wangard, and You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> that even <laughs> that the few words that they sing in English they have singing with a very heavy Israeli accent I love it uh, what do we end off with we have a few options you know what we'll do uh, another debut of a song by Shiri Golan off of her album um, the album that she did of songs of um, let's see now I'm drawing a blank oh gosh oh gosh well Oh, here it goes. Uh, songs uh, of Esther O'Farim, that covers of songs. The album is Shiri Golan, Mechva Shire Esther O'Farim. We'll uh, end off with Shechar Horet, which is a classic Israeli song. We'll do so after we say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and thanks, special thanks. To my dear friend, as always, Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network: Encore presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, followed, followed, I should say, by Headlines with David Lichtenstein, and then the great Monday music marathon until next Monday. Immediately following J.M. and the A.M., this is Mayor Wang reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. Oh no, they're just running in a totally different race. <laughs>
3: يا فيا فيت